Hi, I'm Sherry Todd, a former DJ, now a podcaster. Every week, I hope to take you on an adventure that informs, inspires, and starts conversations. I want to get honest, and I want to get to the heart of life and love. There's going to be good days, bad days, good shows, bad shows. And just like life, we have to figure it out. And I want to figure it out loud. Welcome to Sherry. Hi, welcome to another episode of Sherry. I'm Sherry. And I'm so glad you've come back. You didn't have to, but I'm glad you did. So today I want to talk about something that I, uh, something that's been, that was shocking to me that I didn't expect to happen. The up and downs of getting back your life after you've been a caregiver. Um, it was strange to me because I thought after my mom passed, I thought things would go back to, you know, the way they were before. I was wrong. They don't. And I think the main reason is because it changes you. Being a caregiver changes you. You're not the same person you were when you first started. And I think that was what surprised me the most. You know, I I had spent 10 years taking care of mom. The, mostly the last five years were the hard, hardest because I handled like all of her basic needs from, you know, cooking her meals, bathing, grooming, you know, taking her doctor's appointments, giving her medicine, uh, doing her laundry, you know, give, you know, it, it was a lot. When that responsibility was gone, it was shocking for me because it was like, now what? You know, I went to the store and I was looking around to get myself something to eat. And it was so strange for me because usually whenever I did any kind of shopping, it was for mom. Oh, maybe mom will like this. Maybe I'll get mom this. It was always with her in the forefront. It's like, there's like this void. All of a sudden you feel kind of adrift, you know, your job is done. And it's like, and you did a good job. I'm saying, you know, us caregivers, we do good jobs you know all of that's all of a sudden gone and you have no more responsibility you know so not only are you kind of like losing the person that you're taking care of especially if it was a loved one you're now like kind of like losing a job it's like now what 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 am I supposed to do not only feel the void that losing the loved one leaves but then you have to feel the void of who you are now it's like I don't know what I'm supposed to do now because the person that I was is not the same anymore. And the fact that I had all this freedom now was just like, I don't know if I like this, you know, because every day was the same thing day in and day out. This is my mom. I'm taking care of her and I, I'm here. And, and when that responsibility ended at first I was relieved, but, and I felt kind of guilty about it. It's like, oh my God, it's like, I'm glad my mom died. But that's what I was feeling guilty about. Because I wasn't glad she was die- She died. But I was relieved. Because her pain and suffering was, was done. And she didn't have to go through all the stuff she had been going through. Especially for the last few years. It was now over. So that I think was the biggest relief. But I had kind of interpreted it like I was like, like glad she was gone. But. I wasn't. I'm going to feel that sadness for the rest of my life. So now you sit around, you're like, now what do I do? Who who am I anymore? 
it's something that you have to finally get back. You know, my sister had a cruise and she had an extra ticket, you know, that they had bought that somebody couldn't go. So I said, yeah, I'll go. But honestly, when I went, it was so much anxiety the first day. It was like, I shouldn't be here. I should be home. I should be. But there was no reason for me to be home. But that had become my comfort zone. And that also had become, I have to be home because I got to take care of mom. It was like embedded in me. And I kept thinking, oh, this is going to be a long weekend while I was on the cruise. So I just had to push through it, had to push through that feeling and then talk about it with my sister. For a lot of people just don't understand that that responsibility that you have, once it's gone, you kind of feel adrift. You kind of feel like, what am I doing? Trying to ease back into a new life that I'm now going to have. You know, I'm going to be living with my sister now and, and, um, We've talked about, you know, plans, you know, vacations and trips that we're going to go on, which I'm so looking forward to. And also she has a no-kill shelter by her house that I want to, you know, volunteer because I love animals and I've always wanted to do that, but I've just never had the time. And some people may go back to work. I'm thinking about that. I may think, you know, I'm going to go back to work. Some people may keep on caregiving because they enjoyed it. Um. But you have to take baby steps, you know, and don't be so surprised at why you're like going like, what am I supposed to do? Just take your time, which is what I'm doing. I'm kind of taking my time. I'm easing back in. I'm slowly getting back into that uh, routines that it's like, I can just get up and go wherever I want to. I couldn't do that for like five, six years. So it's like getting out of that frame mind, frame of mind where I can just go and do what I want. It seems so selfish to me right now, honestly. It's just, it's just so weird. But I'm slowly getting back into a routine, a new, a new life, basically. And, and I'm embracing the change because change can be good. I'm embracing it. I'm not freaking out. I'm not you know, I know what I have to do. I know where I have to go. I know that things are going to change. I have to learn to separate myself from my mom and say, okay, this is me now. Because it's always been Sherry mom, Sherry mom, Sherry mom. So now it's just Sherry. And I got to learn how to just be me again. So it's baby steps. I'm getting there. It's slowly. If you just, if you haven't gone through it yet, I'm telling you, it's coming. It's strange. It's weird, but it's okay. Um, you may have, you know, what ifs, which I did with mom. I had a lot of what ifs. What if I done that? What if I done this? Maybe she would have lived longer, but it was her time. She, her body was shutting down and it was just me wanting to not deal with it and to hang on to her. You know, everybody deals with it differently. Um, so my suggestion is find your way, but don't hurry it. Just, just take your time. Just go slowly and you eventually get to the new you because the old you is gone. Caregiving changes you. It really does. So the person you were before that, it's just different. And so just take your time and, um, there's places you can go online, you know, if you're having a really hard time. So when caregiving ends, this is when things begin for you. So embrace it, take it slow, 
and um, and it will be okay. And um, that's my therapy for today. You know, something else I wanted to talk about. Um, last month, we're in November now, but last month, October, was Breast Awareness Month, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. <laughs> Not Breast Awareness Month, but Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And I went and I got a mammogram. And um, I've been getting mammograms for a while. And the last one I had was in 2018. And I've been getting them for every every two years, the doctor suggests. Get them every two years because there's no history of breast cancer in, in my family. So the next one I got in 2018. So the next, was in, next one was scheduled for 2020, which we all know what was going on in 2020. So I didn't get a breast or a mammogram until now. And a lot of it was COVID, but then it was also finding the time because of mom and I, I never had the time. And again, it was just like, I, I'm dealing with too much now. I don't want to go dealing with going to get a mammogram. So I finally, you know, started taking care of my health now that now that mom's passed and it's like, it's time for me now. So and that sounds so selfish when I say that, but it, I, I, I got to take care of my health, right? So I went and I got a mammogram. And for those of you who've never had it, it's not that big of a deal, really. Um, it's not like they're taking blood from you or, you know, doing, you know, it doesn't hurt like getting your teeth cleaned or anything like that. It's 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 uncomfortable. Some people it may hurt. Um, my sister who has smaller breasts says it hurts a lot for her. I who have bigger breasts, it does not hurt for me. The only thing that hurts for me really is they, because my breasts are so big, they have to like, shove it in there you know in the plate and smash it and I have to like scoot as far in as I can with my arm in the air and then I have to twist my hips and my and my and I'm doing it right now as I'm talking and my knees and so when I had it done when I walked out of there I was limping because I had twisted my knee from twisting it 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 aggravated my arthritis so I'm like walking down the hallway limping and Somebody asked, are you okay? I go, yeah, I just had a mammogram, but I'm fine. And then I just kept walking. And I thought, oh, my God, that person was probably thinking, what the hell kind of mammogram did you have where you're limping? But it, that's the only thing that, that for me was, you know, uncomfortable. There was really no pain. But some people do. But it's pretty fast, and you need to get one. Better safe than sorry. Now, some people like me will need more testing, which this time I did it. I needed an ultrasound because my breasts are very dense. And sometimes, and they've, it's done it, they've done it before where they've had to have, it probably was like 10 years ago where they had to do a, an ultrasound. And it was in the same breast too. So it's it was just because my breasts are very dense. So I went and I got the ultrasound and, and I was fine. So things like that might come up. Um, they told me that... Um, Usually when you have dense breasts and you need ultrasound, it's very rare that they'll find something. Not saying they don't. So, And I was really not worried about it. I'm more worried about getting my teeth clean than getting you know, my breasts smashed. So if you haven't done it, make an appointment and go get it done. It's really not that big of a deal. And it, it's, you know, like I said, better safe than sorry. So another thing I wanted to talk about is last episode we um we did a show from the boat we went on a cruise I guess they call it a ship and um it was brought up that um I said that if this 
if Walmart had a cruise, this would be the ship for it. And some people thought I was being um, uh, putting down people of Walmart, people who shop at Walmart, people who of that, I guess, income. And I wasn't. It was just a joke. And to be honest with you, if I had a choice to do a Walmart cruise, cruise and a Neiman Marcus cruise, I would take the Walmart cruise anytime. Um, only because it's more fun. You know, you got, you have so many different kinds of people that are just having so much fun. And that's what makes the cruise fun. So I wasn't putting anybody down. I mean, who doesn't like the cheap seats at the ballpark, right? Uh, you go to a baseball game, you get the cheap seats. You're having fun. You're catching balls. You're drinking beer. You're laughing. You're watching a fight or two. It's it's a lot of fun, right? So same thing on a cruise, you know? Different kind of balls they're catching, but, you know, same kind of cruise. Same kind of thing. I wasn't putting anything down with Walmart when I said that. It was just a, uh, a joke. Also, we didn't talk about a lot of things you can bring. We talked about some things, but the one thing I suggest to bring on a cruise is straws because they don't have regular straws on a cruise. They have candy straws. And I was like freaked out by that. I'm like, what? I don't want candy in my drink. So if you're drinking an adult beverage and they're putting candy in a, you know, vodka or a tequila, it's, you know, it, the liquid is going to melt that candy and you're going to have that t candy taste in there. I think they had two flavors. I don't remember what they were. I'm sure one of them was strawberry. It's always strawberry. And and then you can eat it afterwards. But I thought, oh, that's just no. So you can get them online. They're like little retractable straws that are made of, you know, kind of like metal. You put them in your purse or your, you know, pocket or whatever. I suggest getting those. You know, if you go to my webpage, Sherapy with Sherry com, I have a whole section in there where you can, of things to bring on a cruise. I also suggest bringing, you know, even though somebody said, just pack what you would when you were going on a trip. Well, when you're on a trip, you're in a hotel or somebody's house, you can get in a car and go get whatever you need. You're on a ship. So if you happen to have an accident in your clothes, like you're on a boat, it's, moving back and forth, rocking. You could spill things on you or you could get sick on yourself or somebody can get sick on you, whatever. So you're going to want to clean this stuff, right? So you can't just say, I'm just going to go to the laundromat or whatever. And though maybe some of the ships do have laundromats, I don't know. But I would suggest bringing, you know, the little packets of Tide or whatever, and you could wash them in the sink and then hang them up, you know, get a little clothesline, hang them up in the bathroom or, or if you have a balcony, hang them out in your, your balcony, which is what I did. Had an accident, had to wash some clothes out, just put them out on the balcony. Who cares if people see my underwear? We're in the middle of the ocean. Who's going to see? A dolphin? Yeah, it's fine. You know, so, and also, you know, don't wait to just before you get on the ship to buy stuff. There was people, there was like a kiosk there before we got on the ship. And the people were buying like hats and sunglasses. And I'm thinking, wow, you're spending a lot of money where you could have went to Walmart and got it for, you know, half the price. So buy yourself before you get on the ship. And they have shopping on the ship you can do. They have like actual stores you can go shopping on. Them. And it's, you know, kind of expensive. Yeah, go to the website and you can see stuff. Click on it, it'll take you to all 
takes you to Alzheimer's, take you to Amazon, and you can um, just buy it there or whatever if you need something. So that's about it for today, ladies and gentlemen. That's the end of the show. Again, I appreciate if you're listening. If you're new, I suggest you click on the subscribe button if you'd like. If you don't like, then just go your merry way. And like I always say, always remember to embrace your voice. Okay? Hope you're listening next week. See you. Bye. Bye.